You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. There comes a time in every child's life when they want to drop their day sleep. Sometimes it can be before you're ready as the parent because it's a very sad time, isn't it really? I mean, it's that's your break. That's the middle of the day. That's your time off and it's forever gone. But it's also a tough one to manage. They can be ready to give up their day sleep, but are completely ratty by the afternoon. Or they will fall asleep on the couch at three o'clock when you go to get them a snack, and then they won't go down until, let's say, about nine o'clock at night. At least that's what's happening with my three-year-old. Cindy Davenport is a registered midwife and the founding director of Safe Sleep Space. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Good, thanks. What is the youngest age suitable for a child to drop their day sleep? Because sometimes you'll have mums with babies as young as um, 18 months saying they just don't want to sleep. Like, is that too, is there a time where it's too soon to let them drop that sleep? Yeah, look, potentially 18 months, we would say, would probably be a little bit too too young. However, having said that, both my children dropped their sleeps at 18 months and I was none the wiser. If I'd been able to look at their cues and their behaviours and see that, yes, they probably still needed a sleep, then I probably would have forged on with that. I think the big thing for us as parents has has to be that we need to look at their cues and behaviours. There's no norm, like anything, there's no norm for kids when they walk or they talk or they drop their feeds or drop their sleeps. So I think the biggest thing that a parent can do is look out for the tired signs. And one of the things that we always recommend is don't wait for the late tired signs. So, you know, when, when a child is... Um, you know, rubbing their eyes or pulling their ears or yawning way too late. You've missed it, missed it. They're too tired. We all know those signs. We get our parents when we talk to them at Safe Sleep Space about subtle, they're really early tired signs. So those sort of really long blinks or that pale face or that starey eye they kind of give you and then they come back to you and you go, oh, they're not tired at all. We can keep going with this activity. But in actual fact, we're missing the early tired signs. And and what tired signs are, Siobhan, is they're really the delta brainwaves just winding down for sleep. We all do it. And if we miss those tired signs um, in a child and we don't put them to sleep, um, that's when they become way too ratty and that's when the parent will see them getting really overtired by the end of the day. And an overtired well, particularly toddler, as you know, is just hard work. Yeah, so how do you deal with, because um, when you're saying that, I'm like, oh, oh dear, he still needs his day sleep. Because Arlo, at if he hasn't had a day sleep, by the time he gets to four, five o'clock, he is so sensitive and grumpy and, and crying and really hard to manage. But then if we do give him a day sleep, which he We've only just spoken to the daycare to drop it, but if he gets it, he got his day sleep at daycare and then we couldn't get him to bed before nine o'clock. So what do you do in that situation where really if he sleeps, then he goes to bed too late? It is a tricky one and I think it's great. You've got to have the conversations with the childcare educators because they need to be cued in by what the parents are doing as well as keeping it consistent. So for kids, it's all about that consistency. Having said that, when they reach the sort of age of two and a half, three years, sometimes they don't need to sleep every day. And sometimes it depends on when, what time they've got up. So if you've got a really early riser, like, you know, five or six, they're not going to probably make it all the way through till seven o'clock at night. And in which case you might be able to work out with the, you know, daycare 
that he has a sleep but not too late being woken. So, for example, he might need a little nap or one sleep cycle. So in with toddlers, the sleep cycle's about 60 minutes, whereas with infants it's a bit shorter and with us as adults it's obviously longer. So maybe he needs just the odd sleep depending on his tired signs and his tired cues and kind of the type of day that he's had as well. Has he been busy, um, very energetic, needing to just wind down? And I think the biggest thing that's happening for daycare educators is it's really got to be about rest. Okay, so he may not need a sleep. In fact, he probably just needs to have a rest, 30, 40 minutes of just winding his little brain down and not really sleeping, having the opportunity to rest. And this is where the new policies are coming in for them because it is a sleep and rest policy. And there's been some significant studies done where there was a study from in uh, the E for Kids study and it was done back in 2011 Siobhan, and there were two and a half thousand nearly, or 2,400 preschoolers um, in about 30 childcare centres. And what they did was they surveyed these children and they found that 80% of them were kind of subjected to a mandatory sleep, if you like, despite whether the parents wanted that or not. Only 30% of these children actually slept. So that's a big, enormous amount that didn't need sleep. They probably just needed a rest. And what many educators um, and childcare centres are doing, particularly progressive ones, are giving them some opportunity for rest. Maybe some yoga, meditation, mindfulness, reading a book, little quiet drawing or jigsaw, and then finding that, yep, they're actually okay and they'll probably will then go down for sleep for the parent at an appropriate time at, say, 7pm rather than if they've had that sleep. So it's it's all about conversation. So when you talk about rest mm-hmm. and sleep, um, at this age, at two and a half or three, what? how much sleep should mm-hmm. they be getting and how, do, how much rests in relation to that when yeah. they're awake? So, again, no norm, but with a toddler, well, so when we talk about toddlers, so let's say about a two-year-old or a three-year-old even, we kind of like them to have about 12 hours sort of total overnight, if you like. You know, ideally, the seven till seven or the six till six, whatever works with the parents' sort of scheduling. They may or may, may not need, like, a sleep during the day, but a two-year-old will definitely probably need a sleep. They'll be way too overtired and ratty by the end of the day. They're, they're probably just not that mature enough to not have that sleep, if you like, in their, in their brain. But a three-year-old, for example, might be fine with 12 hours of sleep and a little bit of a rest period or at least some quiet time, maybe a short nap. So rest, quiet time, maybe 30, 40 minutes. Best done once they've had that lunch, that you know, little bit of a burst of activity, quiet time then out again for a play and maybe some some other kind of activity. Mm. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Cindy Davenport. She's a registered midwife and the founding director of Safe Sleep Space. And we're talking about uh, when your two and a half or three year old might be ready to drop their sleep. And we actually, um, Cindy was saying that her own children decided at 18 months that they no longer needed, needed a day sleep. And for her, it's all about looking out for the cues that they're tired and that they're asleep and getting them before they're overtired because we all know trying to get an overtired child to sleep is hard. Um, one of the things that I'm, I'm wondering with the rest time you just mentioned, Cindy, about giving them that rest time or even a shorter sleep. One of the things we struggle with with my son is that he, you know, you will leave him on the lounge and walk out of the room and come back and he's fast asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that that rest in the middle of the day, will that help stop that? Because that's one of those things mm-hmm. where you're like, oh my gosh, 
it's going to be up till midnight now. And potentially it will, I think, if you give him the opportunity to rest. And look, if he falls asleep, he's going to fall asleep. You really just need to let him have that. That is okay. And let him wake, so long as it's not way too late. You know, he's not waking at 5pm or something, because then, no, you really will never get him down to sleep again till 9pm. That's absolutely (laughs) going to be the case. It's about working in with your child and, and showing him, you know, this is okay. Come and have a sleep or rest with me and let's read a book or do something quiet and if he happens to fall off to sleep yeah okay he may not need that as I say every day because if he's only two and a half so perhaps he's just on that cusp of working he's three yeah well maybe he is ready for just the rest time but there's no norm some three-year-olds still need to sleep some pre you know going to preps you know going four or five they need to sleep it just really depends the biggest thing is to look at the cues and then work out with the educators or who's looking after them what they're actually doing and if consistently they're not going to bed at night it's you've got to have the conversations with the educators and try things so like you're doing just give them a rest and see how that works for a few days and if he truly can't manage that and he's falling asleep well hey he needs a sleep still for a little bit longer but it's about working in with him but don't forget to look for those subtle tired signs as well. When you mentioned before that uh, at this age they might need a their sleep cycles about 60 minutes. Mm. If they do fall asleep later in the day and it is like they have dropped like a stone to the bottom of the ocean and mm. they are in a deep sleep. Mm. Um is it unhealthy to wake them up before a certain time? Like if they're that tired mm. and they're sleeping that deeply, should you at least allow that 60-minute cycle yeah. to go by? Absolutely. And this is one of the things that I think is got to be key when you're asking, when, when parents particularly may be saying, you know, wake the child up at 3 p.m. or wake them at a certain time. We need to look at the cycle. So it's about 60 minutes, as I say. So you think about, you go really into a deep sleep first off with a child or, or any of us, but the toddler. So it might take say, four to 15 minutes or so to get down into that deep sleep, then they're in that deep sleep and then they come up. So at around about the 60-minute mark, they're they're in that rapid eye movement or that light sleep phase. So you, you can physically see their rapid eye, their eyelids moving under their, um, their eye. But what you need to do is then if we are going to wake them, that's the time. Because like, I don't know if you've ever been woken in a deep sleep Usually it's my alarm clock. I'm usually pretty cranky if I'm woken in a deep sleep. So they wake up, they feel disorientated if you wake them in a deep sleep. They're like, wait, I'm way too tired still. And if you give them a cuddle, they'll probably just still want to nod back off in your arms. And and for them, it's just nicer that if you need to wake them, really do it around that 60-minute mark. Or if you're happy just to let them go, then that's fine too. Just know your day might be, you know, not as in, in pattern with whatever you're, you're needing in the evening. <laughs> That's mm. right. I, you won't go to bed till very, very late. Mm. This transition of dropping a day sleep and getting used to not having it or just having a rest, do you have any sense of how long it lasts until they are kind of in their stride without having that sleep in the middle of the day? Yeah, look, again, I think it, there's no real norm for this, but I think children will show you they're capable, they're okay, they've still got enough energy, they're not dropping off to sleep on the couch if you let them have a you know, a rest or even if they're watching a, a, a movie or something or reading a book with you. They will be able to say, oh, I'm fine. And with them, you'll 
those children will end up being in a really good pattern by, say, that 6.30, 7.00, 7.30 bedtime, nighttime routine. And you'll find that then their sleep is good overnight as well. What we often see is if children are overtired during the day, so that is they're not getting the sleep that they, their body, little body needs, they're, of course, harder to get to sleep often in the evening time because an overtired, particularly toddler, their little brain's going, I don't know how to get myself wound down for sleep. I'm really not good at this and I'm overtired and I'm not managing here. They can't regulate their little brains. So adults have to do that or have to help them with that. So that is is the case. And so an overtired toddler at seven o'clock at night is really difficult to get to settle. But furthermore, we'll often see them wake more frequently overnight because it's their little body clock or their little brain waves and haven't really synced into deep and light. So it's best to read the cues and go with what the child's saying. So, But it is hard sometimes when parents are working and, you know, they've been going all day and I'm looking forward to that 7 o'clock at night or 7.30 and that's, that's, you know, something they just have to fit in with the child or work with the child on and really listen to what the child's communicating with them. You just mentioned there sort of anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30. Mm. Is that the ideal time range to have a child in bed? As in, you don't yeah. really want to be putting them to be to bed after 7.30? Yeah, look, you don't really want them to get too much later than that. So you, ideally for parents, we tend to start their pattern, if you like, um, in the evening, that sort of preparation. They've had their dinner, they've had their bath, they've had their book, they've had their wind down, they might have the story again, and then perhaps another little drink or whatever it is, and then into bed. So it's all of that consistency. And preschoolers, toddlers, they love consistency. They love to know what's coming next. So we've done our teeth, we're ready, and then sit on the bed, nice cuddle with the parents or mum or dad, whoever's there, and then get them into bed. So 7.30s, you know, by that stage they should be, you know, ready for sleep. But some go a bit earlier, some will go later. Depends. Dad might not be home and he might need to see the children too. So we need to balance that with, with the parents and with the family. Cindy, there's so much there to work with. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. That's Cindy Davenport. She's the founding director of Safe Sleep Space and we'll have links to her website at kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.